Oh, Christopher, for the love. Always looking to pick a fight. Why can't we just be happy on a day like today? <laughs> can't we all be friends? I mean, it just always has to be this, like, we got a fight. What do you think you are? Like, the producer of First Take or something? Like, you know? And by the way, I know the producer of First Take. He's a great guy. He's not you. That's for sure. Is You're not him, fights? rather. Does yeah. he try and start fights, too? Yeah. What's that? Is, is he like a guy who tries to start fights? Or no, not at all. On the contrary, he's, very, he's a pacifist, I would say. Uh, would you agree, Elsie? <laughs> I, I guess. I mean, he never beat me up. Right. You know, but it's Morales. Like, he's just, he's got all this pent-up energy. Like, I don't know what's happening with him lately, you know? I'm I think sure it's the bacon diet. Well, you can't be, a, like, angry and be on bacon at the same time. you got to pick a lane. Right. I'm with you. I think most people um, who eat bacon all day long are pretty happy people, you know? You'd think. Unless he's Cook- using, like, turkey bacon or something. No, no, he's u- he's using the real stuff. He, he's like, not using puts- turkey? No, he's. I think he's using it on the grill. He gets the fatty stuff. Fattiest turkey- bacon he can find, as a matter of fact, because yesterday I made a suggestion that he try to go with the leanest bacon, which was advertised behind home plate in the Mariners-Dodgers game, and he told me, no, you're a moron. He actually insulted me, He did me, say LZ. that. You're a moron. LZ, he called me a moron. He'll get used okay? to it. It's a pet name. He no, no, everybody. right. It's okay, right. Listen, you got to have thick skin. But he said, you're a moron for thinking that a leaner bacon would be better for my weight loss you know, goals. I was like, excuse me? I didn't realize that the fattier yeah. bacon helped you lose more weight. I mean, I didn't all of a sudden realize that was he going to wear, a, you know, is he going to be like Richard Simmons now all of a sudden giving his diet tips and like exercise tips? Like, By is the that way, how this is gonna if work? you talk to great. him, he's about halfway there already. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, that would be great. If he could put on some little dolphin shorts and a tank like a top leotard, and a big fro. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I feel like we've got a bit if he's willing to do it, you know. I think there'd be Got a bear there. in the bit. That's a bear in the bit. Yeah. There we go. There that you have it. Inside joke this. for the folks. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a guy who called the show yesterday, LZ, who said he lost 55 pounds oh, in yeah. 10 weeks by going on the all-soup diet, soup day it is, and uh, and maybe instead of the bacon diet, you go with the soup diet. I don't believe the soup diet. I don't believe it. Is there a before and after picture? And not no, one we just posted have his word. Vivian? That's all we have. We have his yeah, word. All right. you got is his word? Right. Yeah. right. He may have been catfishing us. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I mean, look, maybe, you know, maybe Vivian, uh, you know, uh, got him to, uh, to to bring that out that into the atmosphere like that was there was a lot of stories yesterday. Elsie. Yeah, you missed I a hear, lot of I stories hear. on the show yesterday. But I did catch the biggest story. Which Laura, was? cue the music, please. Or don't. All right. Hold on. Let's see hold what on. happens here. Look. No, I didn't say Cuban, Cuban music. I said cue the no, music. No, no, no. But she said did, Cuban music. No, no. But I'll, in her defense, like, what? my first thought was, you want Cuban music? Like, I cue the, the music. Cue the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, Laura, I'm with you. I no, no, no. Here, here, Laura. I'll make it easy good. for everybody. Laura, cue the Cuban music. There we go. Everybody's cue right some now. Music. I'm so confused yes. no, no, right no. now. <laughs> this is yes. why you're playing Christmas carols. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now I get it. My that's bad. Why, I dropped the ball. That's, that's why we have me. like meetings and stuff. <laughs> but like, cue the music. I it heard did it, sound I like you saying Cuban music. music. I really thought he said Cuban Gr- music. Let, let, but you no. don't get the, you don't get it out because you don't have any music, Cuban or otherwise. That is fair. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's that true. Is fair. Greg, did you hear Cuban music as well? I, I heard cue the music. Yeah. I'm with oh, LZ. I heard of Cuban. Course. 
I heard Cuban. Him. I think George is being a little self-centered because he's Cuban and he just assumed. I mean, that, it, perhaps. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yes, yes. That, How about Laura, as soon as you say Q, he's, he's throwing on a band. How yeah. about Laura, though? Laura goes, of course. Greg sides <laughs> on the other. Of course he does. Right. Yeah, there's that. Well, I last Christmas will work. You know, I, I feel like Christmas Morales work. likes this song a lot. Though. Yeah, this is this is like these are too many bits colliding into one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were yeah. supposed to be talking about how is Anthony Davis Eve. It is. That's it the bit. Is. And we're it's still talking Anthony about Anthony Davis Eve, people. It is. We're here. It's the day before Anthony Davis comes back. Yes. It's a holiday. Yes. Why are we talking about people who don't exist? When the guy who does exist is coming back tomorrow. He is. This is awesome. I'm very excited. Remember what we said before before we got this news? That this was the most important week of the season because of the back-to-back with Dallas, who's definitely trying to catch us. Correct. And who comes in in the biggest week of the season? Sent to Anthony Davis. Yeah. With some Cuban music. With some Cuban music. Yeah. <laughs> Cue the Cuban music. Yeah. Oh. This is awesome. Yeah. This is so awesome. I agree. And Look, I'm taking full credit for it. You well, Mercy. you well, you think he he realized he listened to the show and he said, you know what, LZ's right. This is the most important week of the season. Yes. I probably should make my grand entrance here. Yes. That's exactly what happened. He heard us say this is the biggest dang on week of the season. Right. Because if we get swept by Dallas, mm-hmm. it's touch and go. It is touch and go. Yeah. It would be uh, it would be much closer. They have a four-game lead on Dallas right now. They're one and a half on Portland, in, who's in the sixth spot. And, uh, yeah, it, it would be all of a sudden shrunk in half if they lost those two games. So if this is Anthony Davis' Eve, you know, you're going to wake up tomorrow mm-hmm. and you're going to go to the tree, okay, mm-hmm. and you're going you're gonna to open up stuff. Right. And the question mm-hmm. is, are you going to be happy with what you get out of AD? Or are you going to be disappointed after you open it up well, and AD goes back oh on the floor? Gosh. I think that depends on your expectation. Like, well, that's, you know let's talk saying? about that. What do you expect? What? what do you think the Lakers will get from AD in game one back in the middle of an intense playoff race like this now on the road? What are you, what are you going to get? What are you going to ask for? Oh, Okay, so if he's going to play 15-ish minutes, um, I think all he needs to do is be Anthony Davis. (laughs) Like, as ridiculous as that sounds, look, this team defensively is already really good. Like, even without LeBron and AD, it's the stuff we talked about, that if they were going to stay in games, they needed to kind of uh, lean on their defensive disposition and their makeup in that regard. They've done that. He adds even more to that. He makes them a more dangerous defensive team. And now he gives them an actual outlet on offense that can do stuff that is basically and virtually unguardable. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. I'm glad he's coming back. Right? <laughs> right. If you're virtually unguardable, man, come back. Yeah. I mean, listen, I wasn't joking when I told you I believe this was the biggest week of the season. Mm-hmm. And now that Anthony Davis is back, I feel significantly better. Right. Even though he's only playing 15 minutes, I hope all 15 is paired with Andre Drummond because I just want a sneak peek. Right. I want to know what that looks like. Now, I'm Christmas time, right? You want to peek into the little gifts? Yeah. Well, I want to peek into the gift of this front court. So while LeBron's not on, I just want a little sneak peek of okay. what this looks like with AD and AD. 
right? You want to see two-thirds of the greatest front court in the history of the NBA that is yet to play one game together. Exactly. Mm-hmm. One billion percent. Yeah, listen, I just hope for, for AD1's sake, you know, you, you, you've been working out, you've been doing all the rehab, every modality that some trainer can do on your calf, your, your Achilles, anything that they've been able to do to help you get yourself better. You've had a long time off, and whatever amount of practicing you've been able to do, nothing will, will really compare to what's going to happen when he's in the game tomorrow. So, it's not like you can walk out there and go, yo, new rule. Nobody runs. Everybody walks. Take it easy. I'm in the game. All right. <laughs> right. There is none of that. That is a good you know? point. Right. Here's so, a question. Go ahead. Do you believe AD is actually Vivian? Oh. Think about the timing. Oh. She disappears, gets busted. AD all of a sudden is coming back. Oh. Is that a coinka dink? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. She deletes her account. She put up. She did like you know what she did she, when she posted her video. She had like you know remember how uh, Wilt Chamberlain had the one hundred on a piece of paper, mm-hmm. and you know she wrote Vivian. Except her Vivian on that everyone knows her by is Vivian with an A. She wrote Vivian with an E. So, mm. you know maybe mm. she was Vivian with an A because of A D. A D. Yeah. I think we've cracked this nut. Yeah. I think so. There you go. It, is it, is it really a coincidence that AD well, I mean, comes they back both as were soon missing. As, they both were missing for they, different reasons, yes. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Yeah. I never both did get that first reason issues. why. True, true. Hmm. You might be on to something here, LZ. This is where your journalism skills could really come in super handy on the show. Like, I don't have those. You know, it's just not, not one of my strengths, you know? But but maybe your your ability to dig deep journalistically, maybe we'll get to the bottom of this, and then somebody can get Kevin Durant back on one of those Twitter clubhouse things, and we could fill him in. Well, I mean, if KD has a burner account, why can't AD be Vivian? Yeah, I'm going to exactly. start that conspiracy. Now, Bergman has an ex- <laughs> uh, How about this? Bergman has added an extra layer of conspiracy. Now, Bergman is not in studio today, so he's not going to be sounding in stereo. He's going to be on that r- rickety little, uh, you know, gamer microphone he has. So let's see what this sounds like. Go ahead. All right. I'm, I'm doing the best I can here, guys. All right. I was wondering if KD is actually Vivian because why else would he go on, uh, on the Twitter spaces to talk about it mm. if he wasn't kind of involved with all of that? Mm. See, now, by the way, if you told me that KD got caught up in a catfishing thing, You'd believe I, it. I would totally buy that. I would no. totally buy that. No chance. Zero oh, percent yeah. an NBA player, okay, is getting caught up in a catfish scheme for months. They don't for got long. time for that. Come on, Wait, man. what? Oh, no, man. I actually think Wait, what did you just of... say, George? Hold up. What did, what did you just say? I mean. You don't think an NBA player can get catfished? Not to the point where it's They've been like, chicken-winged. Okay. Not to the point where, look, this alleged person that was in a relationship with Vivian for five months asking her about FaceTiming and they wouldn't FaceTime. No NBA player LZ is putting up for five months without FaceTiming someone. No, I'm saying what if they're KD not putting up for five minutes of that. He's the, he's the catfisher. Not so the what happened to Dirk? What would you say happened to Dirk? Oh, Dirk wasn't catfish. Dirk was just duped. Well, catfish by his own is no, but that was by his wife, wasn't it? No, it was some woman that wanted to be the wife who pretended as if she didn't know a seven-foot German walking around Dallas was a basketball player. <laughs> you 
you don't well, remember the story? She just well, it's too to deep. Pl- it's, yeah, it's she, too she, deep in the woods and, and weeds and it's way, way back in the day. But, but you, no, my, my whole thing is this. Dirk got think, duped. You, he you got think, duped. You think an NBA player, though, is not is not physically meeting somebody that quickly? Because I sure as hell don't. No, no, I'm looking at it the opposite way. <laughs> That's what I'm referring to. Yeah, I'm saying that it's possible that he could be the guy who's behind doing the catfishing rather than getting catfished. He's the catfisher, not Correct. the catfishy. Correct. Ah. Why would an NBA player bother being a catfisher? Well, I mean, just, you know. Just because he's, be you know, Katie's kind of got a weird sort of social media kind of thing that he does. You know, I could just see him sitting around being bored going, you know what, watch this. I'm going to have some fun with this. Uh, although I hadn't really thought of KD being involved other than, you know, what he what he said on that podcasty thing. Um, but then you brought up AD and Vivian and the possibility that the two could be the same. So all of this is now just sparking thoughts of, who could be behind all of this? Wouldn't it be great if, like, if you're an opposing player, like, <laughs> coming into Staples from now on, you leave two tickets for Vivian? <laughs> I would totally do that. I would just, if I were an opponent, I would just come in and be like, hey, can I get, can I leave two tickets and we'll call for Vivian? <laughs> if you're really just for funny, the troll job, I right. would do it. You might leave four. Two for Vivian with the A and two for Vivian with the E. Correct. Yes, there you go. Uh, hey, this portion of the show is presented by Alignment Health Plan, changing healthcare one person at a time. And of course, the good news is Anthony Davis will be playing tomorrow, according to our Dave McMiniman, uh, barring some crazy setback, which we don't expect. He's going to be playing. He says he feels 100%, so that's good. And uh, speaking of good, keeping up with the Eve idea, we've got another Eve on the horizon. This one includes. The Dodgers. We'll get to that coming up in just a moment. Now that's Cuban music. Hey, Cuban music. Cue the music. There you go. Now we're good. Perfect. Now we're in the same page. Yeah. There you have. I heard Cuban music. I stick to it. <laughs> I had a. I did too. And by the way, we weren't alone. This guy just tweeted right here, and he's a DJ. Okay. Uh, DJ Kid B says LZ said Cuban music. Good looking out, man. Good looking out. Mm. Oh, go. okay. I guess that's done. <laughs> He's a DJ. You gonna argue with him? I, I don't know. The producer of the show said it was cue the music. The person who spoke I said, said cue the music. <laughs> <laughs> I had a but, really good. But uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff heard Cuban, so okay. Yeah. <laughs> DJ George, you would have you, you loved this. I was at a restaurant the other night, and uh, they had something on the menu called a quesadilla cubano, and I went, oh, that sounds really good. Where was this was, at? That's it was uh, it was in this little restaurant in Mexican spot in uh, yeah. actually it was in Loreto, Mexico, by the way, and okay. uh, it was called a uh, Cubano quesadilla, and it was ham, cheese, and like mm. dill pickles, and like a little bit of mustard, and it was before I started my diet. LZ, I'm getting ripped, and it was bomb, dude. I went back two nights in a row for the same Cubano quesadilla. Very nice, hmm. yeah. Very nice. The Cuban music got me thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, now speaking of thinking of stuff, um, you know. In Hollywood, people are being accused, they get accused of not being as creative as they once were, right? Where all we do is similar movies, right? Or Mm -hmm. remakes or whatever. Well, television has been kind of this panacea of kind of ideas, right? And new things. And TV has, has been the spot where all these cool ideas and shows have come from recently, where all the creativity is. Well... That has ended as well. <laughs> so Hulu, and I, I ain't knocking Hulu, and I love this show, okay? 
is making a spinoff to How I Met Your Mother called How I Met Your Father. It's now greenlit. Whole new cast. Hillary Duff is going to play the main character on the show. She's great, though. She's playing the father? No, the, the woman looking for the father. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she's, she is the, the main character on the show. Um, look, I'll say this. I used to love how I met your mother. Okay. Mm-hmm. I felt like Neil Patrick Harris's character was fantastic. I thought he was hilarious. And it, look, it was edgy as hell for CBS. Okay. It Let's was. be real here. Okay. Um, you know, CBS, not that edgy. Fair to say, LZ. Very fair to say. Okay. It's a Tiffany network, dude. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, you work for them. For so, um, so yeah, like that show was fairly edgy for them, but spinoffs, man, that's tough. I know they have, what's the spinoff of the nerdy show they used to have? What was that nerd show they did? Uh, uh, Big, Big Bang, Bang Theory, Theory, Young Big Sheldon. Big Bang Theory, right. And now they have a uh, young, what? Young Sheldon, right? Like that's right. kind of their, their spinoff now. So they do like the spinoff, but it's not CBS, it's Hulu, even though it is originally a CBS show. But, you know, like, look, long are the days where the spinoffs became great shows. Like, you remember, like, the Jeffersons came from All in the Family, right? Right, right. And, you know, uh, Mork and Mindy and Laverne and Shirley came from Happy Days, right? Like, there are a lot of old school great spinoffs. I just don't feel like we have very many of those anymore. Well, let me ask you this. Does this qualify? Does Curb Your Enthusiasm qualify as a spinoff of Seinfeld? Um, I don't know. That's a was great Larry question. Was Larry David ever on the show? No. Well, then no. no. But his well, name was, no. his name was in was. the credits. No, no, no. In order Wait. to have a proper spinoff, you must first have your character introduced in the original. You can't be a writer, mm. and then you get your own show. Well, then, then is How I Met Your Father now officially a spinoff? It's not. Not really. Oh, my. Hey, now. It's, it's a sequel. Actually, is what it is. Yeah, I would say a sequel is more yeah. is 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 Curb Your Enthusiasm is more of a sequel. Um, spinoff, right? I think you have to have the characters like Laverne and Shirley were in episodes of Happy Days, right? Right. Uh, you know, Mork was in a couple of episodes of Happy Days. Exactly. Mork and, and Mindy and, and George and Wheezy were were always, in all they, of the family, they right? Were, they, they were the were, neighbors. They lived, they lived next door to the bunkers, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. So, so there is that for sure. Now, Laura, which are the ones you said you don't like? What spinoffs were not good? Oh no, I love them. So don't judge me. Fuller oh. House mm. and <laughs> Girl Meets World because I was mm. obsessed with uh, Boy Meets World, and then I was like, ooh, let's see. I mean, it kind of did suck, but I, I, I still loved it. <laughs> I didn't don't watch the spinoffs me. of either. Um, although I did like the originals. I was, you know, I was a kid, or you know, when those shows were on TV. Um, but I felt like. I, I didn't want to watch that because I didn't want to judge it against my childhood sensibilities and be like, oh, this really isn't good. So I like Mixedish. I like. Oh, uh, Mixedish is world. an interesting one. I haven't watched uh, more than one episode of that, but that is a good one. Mixedish is good. A Different World is good. A Different World is a good, a good spinoff from The Cosby Show. Mm hmm. Uh, my river runs dry kind of after this. Though, Greg, maybe you could answer this question. Would you consider yeah. WandaVision as well as Falcon and, and the Winter Soldier to be spinoffs, considering that they spun off of these movies? Right. They're TV shows, and they are legitimately TV shows and not movies. So, yeah, I could call that a spinoff. All they're right. spinoff shows. 
Um, oh, you Frasier get- was a very successful spinoff. Yeah, Frasier was Cheers. awesome. Off, off Cheers, I preferred right. the spinoff than the original. Mm-hmm. Right. You didn't like Cheers. Did yeah. not like Cheers. Frasier was good. Yeah. What about Frasier. Better Call Saul from Breaking Bad? Is that I a spinoff? I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I, oh, it is a spinoff. Absolutely a spinoff. Yeah, Saul was in the yeah, original, yeah. right? By the way, I, LZ, I couldn't do it either. And, and I, as many times as I've told people I couldn't do it, they're like, dude, how many episodes you get in? I was like, I don't know, three, four. They're like, no, no, no. It starts off really bad, but then it gets really great. And I'm like, but that doesn't make sense because if it's really bad, I'm not going to stick around. I couldn't do Better Call Saul. All right, maybe I'll give it another shot. Where Greg, were you? you like it? I, I loved it. It's great. I, it I never, I, I, I didn't go into it because... Oh. I, I was so pleased yeah. with Breaking Bad right. that I was fearful that it may go, you know, Phantom Menace on me and just run the whole thing. Yeah. Right. So did you like the slow burn of Breaking Bad? Oh, God, give it to me dirty like that. Absolutely. <laughs> right. then, then you'll love it. Absolutely. It's a, it's a, sl- it's a oh, slow hey. burn all over again with Better Call Saul. It's, yeah. it's all of it. You get to see how it all began and how it all started and how yeah. she became so- Saul Goodman. Rolling Stone has the top 20 spinoffs of all time. Are you ready? Yeah, give us your top 10. Uh, oh, just give I, I'll quickly go through the top 20, like the t- 20 through 10, and then we can discuss a little bit. All right, 20 is Torchwood from Doctor Who. Nope. Uh, 19 is Benson. Remember Benson? Yeah. Robert Guillaume? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, from the show Soap. You remember yeah. he was? Yeah, yeah, right. He, uh, the Bionic Woman from The Six Million Dollar Man. Okay. Trapper John M.D. is right number 17. Mm-hmm. Um, the Facts of Life is number yes. 16 off of Different Strokes. Uh-huh. Uh, the Flash. Um, Law and Order. I feel like Law and Order is for you. That doesn't count. That's yeah, that cheating. Count. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's 14. Daria. What was Daria's? Oh, Beavis and Butthead, Beavis right? Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 12 Angel was Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, that one wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Angel I mean, he's still hot, which is why I was watching it. <laughs> Uh, Fernwood Tonight from Mary Hartman. I don't know that show. Nope. A, yeah. a Different World is 10, LZ. Okay. Right. Lisa Bonet. Kind of low for me, but go ahead. Lisa Bonet. Number nine is Maud. Maud is way too low. Yeah. Maud was uh, outstanding. Yeah. Spin off of Archie Bunker. Yeah, of All in the Family. She was oh. uh, uh, Archie's uh, Edith's sister, right? Oh, Archie. I thought, I thought was, yeah, yeah, it was sister because she was there was, sister. Yeah, there was Archie's sister-in-law. Yeah. yeah. Um, so eight is also kind of cheating. Star Trek, the next generation. Nope. Doesn't right. count. Right. Yeah. Oh, seven is good times. Oh, yeah. Good yep, times. Yep, yep. Yeah. Good times yeah. was a spinoff well, of, off of Maud. Oh, oh, come on. She yeah. Florida was Maud's maid. Oh my yeah. God. I loved Florida. I was petrified of James Amos, you know? Yeah. Um, I yeah just, James Amos looked like the dad you didn't want to screw with. Right, he sure. was mean. Dude. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah, mean. Yeah. I didn't want to screw with him. Right. Yeah. Oh, I love Good Times. My dad kind of liked James was, Amos in a lot of ways. Was Janet Jackson in Good Times? <laughs> she was, yes. She was. Yeah. Uh, Mork and Mindy uh, mm-hmm. is number six. Mm-hmm. A little high for me. Yeah. Number five, the Jeffersons, as we discussed. Okay. Could number still be a little four, low. now this is loose here now. Now we're getting loose again. Uh, the Colbert Report. Nah. Spinoff of The Daily Show. Of The show. Daily Show. Yeah. Right. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll give him a... I, I'll go with that. That's You'll good. grant them? Okay. You'll yeah, grant yeah, yeah. Colbert. That, okay. That, because he actually was a character. He was a character. That's true. Right. Uh, number three, Laverne and Shirley. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Number two, Lou Grant. Mm-hmm. Lou Grant was a spinoff from... Of uh, Ed Asner. Mary- oh, not Mary Tyler Moore. Was that the show? What was, what was the show? Luke- was it Barney Miller? Yeah, Mary, Mary, Mary Tyler Moore. You're right. Mary, Mary Tyler, Mary Tyler Moore. Moore. Okay. And number oh. one is Frazier. Oh, I'd still put Jefferson's at number one. I certainly would have a different world in the top five. Right. 
I used to love it when Mr. Bentley would come over and need George Jefferson to stand on his back and walk on his back because his back got all tight. You know, he'd just walk right in. He'd go, come on, step all over me. Just walk on me. There's a bunch of characters on that show. You know, and of course, my favorite sandwich came from that show. It's a Willis sandwich. Tom Willis, the neighbor upstairs. Yes. Which is just a turkey on white. Yes. So, yes. I yes. love that show. Uh, Vic Damone Jr. tweets us. says, King of the Hill is a spit of a Beavis and Butthead. That is absolutely correct. Correct. Should have so been in the top 20. Yeah. Give us your not in the top twenty. Give us your favorite spinoff at eight seven 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 ten ESPN eight seven 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 ten three seven seven six. Real quick, Dodgers, Padres tomorrow. How excited are you mm. now that we've seen the first three episodes of this nineteen part uh, series between these teams? LZ, where is your where is your excitement level from one to ten? Oh, I'm super excited, and that's the reason why I'm frightened. Because now my expectations are high, right? Okay. Now I want Michael Jackson to do Thriller 2. And it's going to be really hard to replicate what we just experienced. Mm-hmm. You know, these might end up being mundane games and we're going to be like, oh, man, because the first outings were so driven with drama and amazing plays that if this is just a, you know, regular season and a regular season and, you know, there's just, you know, seven or four games, and they were decided already, like in the third inning and blah, blah, blah. Kind of like the way the Dodgers have been winning. Mm-hmm. Um, then I'm, I'm afraid that my high expectations are going to cause me to feel like, like I've been disappointed. Okay. Yep. I'm feeling you on that because here's the thing. Um, I was saying on Monday, like, I don't care about the Dodgers and the Mariners. I don't care about the Padres and the Brewers. Get me to Thursday, and let's see the Dodgers and the Padres. But since then – The Padres have lost the first two of their series against Milwaukee. They're down 4-2 right now in the bottom of the eighth with the bases loaded. So they got an opportunity. Um, And I'm also getting back to what LZ was talking about on Monday, which was we were having this discussion rivalry versus a threat. Well, right now the Dodgers are 14-4. The Padres are at 10-9, and they're not even in second place in the division right now. So... I feel like my excitement level may have gone down a little bit. And if the Padres get swept by Milwaukee, which they may, then my excitement level is going to go down a little bit even less, although the pitching matchups for these four games are going to be incredible. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, yeah. I mean, I think the pitching matchups for all these, uh, you know, anytime they play, it's going to feel like it's a playoff game, right? Like that type of intensity is what we've already seen from them. So uh, we're going to do some recapping. Remember, we did our – we've been doing – or we did it once, but we will continue to do our pitcher power rankings for the Todgers. Uh, we're only getting three. We're, you got to do a top three, so it makes it hard. You got to leave somebody that's really great out of the equation. So we'll oh. do that coming up next hour. Stick around for that. Coming up next, we got overrated, underrated, properly rated. The game that is sweeping the Southland in three minutes. Thank you, Chris. Time for overrated, underrated, properly rated. Let's go, Greg. What do you got? All right. So it is the anniversary of Prince's passing. So let's go with Prince albums. Now, this is not going to be easy, and but you have to choose. There has to be one overrated, one underrated, and one properly rated. And, George, we're going to start with you. Great. Purple Rain, Sign of the Times, and Dirty Mind. Purple Rain, Sign of the Times. And Dirty Mind. And Dirty Mind. See, Purple Rain, I feel like I know the whole deal. You know what I mean? Well, the that other is... Ones... I need to know, like, what songs are on the album kind of thing. Mm. Tough. Tough. Yeah, I, I man, I, I mean. So I'll do it. 
There go ahead. You go, you go first because I'm going to say I, I don't know what a purple overrated. rain. It's either it's either un, it's not underrated. It's probably purple rain is rated. overrated. Really? I would say um, sign of the times is underrated, and I would say dirty mind is properly rated. Why dirty mind is properly rated? Because it's a deep cut that everyone who's a Prince fan fully appreciates, and because it's a deep cut, it's okay that those who aren't deep fans know about it. Yeah, look, I, I agree with you. Sign of the Times is underrated. I would say that it, it you can make the case it's his best album, right? Is that fair to say? Like, I, I, I mean, Housequake I, I, is a great song. I lean towards that being his best album. I do. Okay. His best set because it's a double album. So I do lean that way. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you guys that I think Purple Rain is still underrated. I love Purple Rain. I love that album. I love the movie. When Purple Rain songs come on, it takes me back to 1984 and exactly where I was at. So I think Purple Rain is still just an amazing album. And for me, I got it as underrated. And the reason for that is because the other two albums, I got to go look up and see what songs are on them. So I got Purple Rain is underrated. And as okay. for the rest of them, I'll just go with Dirty Mind is being properly rated and Sign of the Times being overrated because well, I just had to not, fill I mean, in. If you don't know the, right. the songs. I on just the- had to fill in. Right. You're just filling in. <laughs> <laughs> you're the guy that you're running out of time. The test is almost over, and right. you're just like, ah, I just got to fill this out. See, see, I'm taking my shot. Right. Right. All right. What's next, Greg? All right. So on Saturday, Steve Urkel made his return return to the mainstream before Logan Paul and Ben Askren fought yes. to promote his new cannabis strain, Purple Urkel. Uh, check it out. Laura has the sound. I don't drink. I smoke. Let's take it easy. Yeah. By Mary Jane. Mm-hmm. Well, say less. I grow my own. Purple Urkel. Steve Urkel got his own weed. Indeed. Purple Urkel. Hmm. I manipulated the flavonoids to enhance the purple aesthetic. Save all that shit. Let's spark up one. Oh, you ain't f***ing around. Mm. I should warn you, all of my strains have extreme potency. <laughs> Man, the stranger, the strange, the stronger my game. Well, I, I didn't mean to insult you. <laughs> All right, so LZ, is this Purple Urkel and the way that he came back overrated, underrated, or properly rated? <sighs> I did the hard one already. Go to somebody else. All right, I, I'll do it. I'll okay, do it. This ahead, is more George. my account anyway. <laughs> um, so I would say that if I'm him, I would say that this is underrated because I would have never put this, these two things together. Um, the fact that he's doing it with Snoop, I think, lends credibility to yeah, it, uh, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And as I look up on Leafly, uh, the effects of Purple Urkel, 63% of the respondents say they feel relaxed. 61% say they feel sleepy. 44% say happy. 42% say 42% say euphoric, and 31% say hungry. And I'll say this, if it doesn't give you the super-duper munchies, like, that to me is good. Because I don't always want to smoke stuff that makes me unbelievably hungry because I don't want to gain 7,000 pounds. Right. So I- I'm going to go underrated for all those reasons. I'm going properly rated, and, and I was thinking the same thing. Like, okay, if it was Urkel by himself – I'd be like, okay, dude, that's not even something I'm going to give consideration to. But the fact that you got Snoop to kind of play along and be involved, that lends a lot of street cred, so it puts it at properly rated. But I will say this. I don't think I would ever walk into any shop and go, yo, let me see that purple Urkel. 
Like, no. I think I would just be a hater. Just like, oh, he's oh, a Oh, no, dork. I don't know. Look, man, yeah. it's got a 4.3 rating, and about 1,200 uh, people have, have rated it. So that that's not bad. That's pretty good. Is it? I don't know. What's yeah. the highest? Is the highest the five? I mean, five. Five. Oh, okay. It's out of five. Gotcha. Got it. Yeah. I'm going to say the commercial is properly rated. Okay. That's all I got. There you go. <laughs> By the way, uh, Family Matters, a spinoff of Perfect Strangers. Yeah, there we go. Look at so, us mixing games together. Yeah, there you go. All right, well, that is nice, overrated, though. underrated, properly rated. We got people on the phones. Let's go to uh, Damien in La Habra. What's up? Hello? Yo. Yes, sir. Yes, uh, I for my spinoff, I, I'm going to go with King of Queens, which was a spinoff from Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh, the delivery I hate guy. Raymond. Yeah. I did too, but I love King of Queens. Jerry Stiller was the best. <laughs> well, I like Leah Remini, so there's that. Yeah, but I never I, really I, saw oh, yeah, the yeah. What, what was the first one? The one that it spun off from? Everyone loves Raymond. Yes. You see, like I never really liked Ray, whatever Romano, and, and, right? Yeah. yeah. And so I didn't like. He was just such a whiny guy. Ugh, ugh. It's like, ugh, I can't watch this guy, right? Maybe it reminded me too much of me. Anyway, um, I didn't realize. So was Paul Blart in in the show, the Ray Romano show? Was the Kevin James character? I called him Paul Blart. Is yes. Yeah. Oh, he was in. Yeah, there? he was. I believe. I believe uh -huh. he was. Okay. Yeah, because he was. Um, he was like a UPS guy, wasn't he? So he was the UPS guy, and everybody loves Raymond. I'm and almost he was positive. The UPS guy yeah. in the other show. Yeah, I'm almost positive. Oh, I didn't okay. watch the show, but I'm almost positive that's the deal. All right, just getting a little so. background here. Jason and Downey. Yo, yo. yo. So LZ and Cap. I uh, when it comes to the Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul. I personally love Better Call Saul better because I love Bob Odenkirk, but you really need to just give it a season because once you see his redeeming values go away, that show is off. When it comes to spinoff, I got to go with the best show the CW has ever spinned off. The game, baby. The game was a spinoff of the show Girlfriends. You had Derwin James and Melanie, Melanie Griffiths is probably the best. Really? I don't remember that at all. I don't remember either of those shows. And I, I love would, Melanie Griffith. I, I would well, as soon as he says CW, I knew I was out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> LZ, would you be willing, LZ, to invest the time into Better Call Saul? Because I just finished Who Killed Sarah Season 1, which completely blew my mind in the last five minutes. Um, would you put the time into Better Call Saul? Because I'm looking for something new. Um, I will eventually. Um, my scripted series right now is Animal Kingdom. So as soon oh, as I get through that, that yeah. um, I'll be in the that. market. Okay. But that's my free agent series. So like the MCU, they're staples. You know, they come out, I'm watching them, period. Mm -hmm. A couple other are staples. And then I got like a little free agency period. And this is my free agency period. So right <laughs> I, now can be, I can be wooed. I can be wooed. Exactly. Hey, right now, Who Killed Sarah was very good on Netflix. I don't know if you guys have seen it or if you've heard about no. it. Very, very good. Okay. Very intense. Uh, we got a lot of people on the Twitter uh, talking about Better Call Saul, that people need to give it a chance. I didn't even watch Breaking Bad. I, oh. I was out after three episodes. Like, it oh. was just too boring. Too oh, slow. Oh, my goodness. Wow. I know it's great. Even my wife's watched it. Like, yeah. But I just have never had the time. So. I would say no, 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 about, no. You had the time. You just, chose you just didn't take it. That's I right. chose not to watch it. Yep. But you, you know what? I got in on, on Thrones very late. LZ, you know this. I got in, like, season six and then caught up for season seven. So, like, I, you know... It, it just has to catch my attention quickly. Like, yeah. if it don't, yep. then it's not. Like, I know. It, it's what it, happened with Better Call it, Saul. But I will say this about Breaking Bad, and tell me if you guys think I'm right or wrong, for those of you who have seen it. The last five minutes of Breaking Bad, I'm talking about the last five minutes of the entire series. Ever, you're saying, yes. Right. 
no television show, at least that I've ever seen, has wrapped up, encapsulated, and answered everything you needed answered in the last five minutes of that series. It all went the way you wanted it to go. Okay. Did anybody else feel that way? We'll, we'll ask the audience. 877-710-ESPN. We'll let LZ answer for you and Greg and Laura. 877-710-3776. Uh, plus, coming up next, how competitive are you? How absurdly competitive are you? Because we've got an example for you that's going to put everyone to shame. We'll get to that coming up in three minutes. It is the five-year anniversary of the passing of Prince. So we'll be hearing Prince music throughout the show today. Sedano, LZ, and Cap with you here. So, Cap, before we move on to the uh, sports conversation and the ridiculously, absurdly competitive conversation, you mm-hmm. asked the question about Breaking Bad, that if is it the greatest ending to a show, basically? Because you said everything was answered at the end. Um, so, I, look, I didn't watch the show, as I mentioned earlier. Um, I, I think that endings are really hard. We all know that there have been some really botched endings like Game of Thrones or Seinfeld or, you know, people were furious about The Sopranos, the way that ended. Uh, LZ, do you, do you agree with him? Do you think that that is the best ending you've seen to a show? Um, I mean, I can't even. I've seen so many show and show endings. I, I would need to take some time to sit back and think about it. But I will say I was not disappointed. Right. For sure. Was not disappointing. In fact, Scott, I would say that show was so good that it answered all the questions in the last five minutes and somehow still left enough questions unanswered so that the spinoff movie was interesting. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It had a spinoff movie that was really good. And I was afraid it was going to be schlocky, but it wasn't. And I didn't realize those questions were still dangling out there because to your point, Cap, I thought they were all answered. Yeah. I know the last five minutes of that show, I remember sitting there watching it going, Oh, my God, that just gave me everything I need. Yeah, I'm telling you, George, it might be worth some time. Just like I've been trying to think about it, and LZ, maybe I'll t- you could give me a, a thought here. If I were to start watching all these Marvel movies, now how many are there, like 16 or 17 that I need to watch? Um, maybe you could give me like a list, and I'll, each week I'll give you a review as I catch up. I mean, you what could you do think? that. That's, that's fine. Uh, I, I mean, where I'm would trying... I start? I mean, where, what would, where would you start? Uh, Iron Man? LZ? I mean, the order is on the internet, so you can just... Okay, so you want me to go in order? Yeah, just go in order, you know, because it's a story. So you wouldn't jump all over a book, so just read the... Just consider it one page at a time. Yeah, I mean, you you do it. You do that. I have not watched all of them. Um, I I feel like, you know, people tell me, oh, you missed, like, subtle little things, and that's fine. I'm sure I did. Um, You know, it's kind of like when I jumped in into season six of game of thrones while trying to watch the from the beginning at the same time that's fine i eventually i figured it out and it wasn't that hard like people made it seem like all of a sudden i was watching something that you know i needed like a doc you know like a doctor's degree to watch it's just television you know i can figure it out um <laughs> wait a second doctor's wait a degree. second yo where do i get one of those doctor's degrees at wait a second so george you were watching season six and season yeah, one and I figured it out fairly time? easily. It wasn't that hard. He, no. he missed up, Greg. Uh, he just doesn't know. Oh, it. No. <laughs> right, right. oh no! He just doesn't know. He I watched he, it all again later. So he thinks he had it all the first time. Greg. I had it, the but first he didn't. Time. It's okay. Yeah, did. We'll Dude, let you slide. Game of Thrones is basically like a combination of like a mob show mm. and like uh, you know the, the 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 game Risk with like Dungeons and Dragons. You know what I'm saying? It's like all that mixed together. Um, yeah, but you know, in, it, in episode one, season one, there are so many things that happen that are important that set things up. And then 
the whole storyline of Ned Stark and how it's interwoven into everything. So for you to start on season yeah, but six, by, by, by season six, season you didn't one. have that. You didn't have to know that much about Ned Stark. Like I could read some stuff and just kind of catch up on my way. And I was watching it. Again, As he's talking, guys, he's realizing how much he's missed, and he's no. I was watching. <laughs> I was watching and reading as I was watching season six, so I was catching up. It wasn't that. It only died. took me two. I've never it watched took, it. It only took me two weeks oh. to catch up on the show. Never. Wow. Well, you're okay. Crazy. I don't know got, what that's about. Uh, but how is, can how can you not? It's death. You're you're seeing all of the deaths. You know who's dead by the time they before they even happen. So what? Like those are huge moments. So I, and they were still huge moments. moments when I saw them. No, they weren't. Yes, they no. were. Because you didn't have the backstory. They were strangers to you. You no. built no relationship with them at all because you started season six. I'll tell you what. The red wedding was still pretty intense when I saw it. But it would have been more intense had you watched it one through five. <laughs> have you watched it from the beginning? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think I've just never done that before. I've never started a book. I've never started a book on chapter six and then read through seven, eight, nine, and ten, but I kept going back reading one, two, and three. I hadn't done that. So that's well no, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Seven, you know, the other season didn't come out for like a year. You know what I'm saying? So I had I and I just told you as I was watching season six. You know, I it, I caught up in two weeks, so Listeners, I really only you saw two that, episodes. Do you believe that Jorah Sedano has significant Game of Thrones gaps in his knowledge of, no! <laughs> of All the I had series? Was two weeks. All it took me was two weeks to watch the show. To watch the entire oh. series? To watch, to, to watch where I was in season six when I saw the first episode of season six. Sweet Jesus, when did you do that? Two weeks. Oh, my God. Man, this, I was still living in Pasadena, so it was a long time ago, whenever season six like was out. Like, hours. Was that like a snowstorm or something? That's a lot of hours just be sitting and watching some TV 20, That's all I did. Anytime I had free time, hours. I was watching Game of Thrones. Two weeks, 50 hours. That's an amazing amount of binge watching. Yeah. Wow. That's record watched, setting is what that we is. We watched, ask Kelly, we watched like we watched like four or five episodes a night sometimes. Like we went to bed at like one that. in the morning every night, two in the morning. How did you guys get a baby? <laughs> well, there in you go. In between episodes. they were yeah. up, between, man. Between, you, know, <laughs> you know, when they play that music, there's like a couple minutes in between, you know, <laughs> and then there's the credits, you know. Hey, that's true. Let's do it during Made the open. It. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you don't need to do all that to get a baby. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no comment. Let's, you Let's take the do express it during route. the open. Come on, it's the open. Let's do it. You can take the scenic uh, route. Well, especially with some PCH. of those episodes, you know? <laughs> they, some of those episodes get you going. Oh, yeah, mm. man. And I love so. Laura's in the background going, minutes? Oh, no, minutes? She's like, <laughs> minutes. you better give me hours, right? I mean, at the end of the day, hours are just minutes anyway. Just <laughs> Yeah, that is fair, too. Yeah. <laughs> he said music in between. I was like, wait, what? Cuban <laughs> <laughs> um, so, music. So anyway, Cuban. yeah. Either way, um, there, there's that. Um, so here's the deal about something that is uber duper ridiculously competitive, um, and also kind of weird, to be frank with you. Mm -hmm. So I found this on the internet today, where this uh, weirdo head coach for the Philadelphia Eagles, Nick Sirianni. Now he was also kind of weird at his original press conference too. Very. Um, Laura, do you have any sound from his original press conference just so we can show you how weird this dude is? Okay, let me hear Nick Sirianni, the Eagles. Just give me one clip, something short. doesn't have to be too long. Just, you know, 30, 40 seconds. Next thing that's very important to me is that we build a smart football team, that we have a smart football team here. And I know we have the, the people in place to do that. The first part of that, the first part of being smart is knowing what to do. We're going we're gonna to have systems in place that 
are easier to learn, all right? Complicated to the defense or offense that they're going against or the special teams group they're going against, but easy for us to learn. Because when we can put that, because we, when we can learn our system and we can get good at our system, then our talent can take over. Mm. All right. The That's irony of words. this, of course, is he starts off by saying <laughs> the, the signs of a smart person is having things in place. And then he immediately tells us he has nothing prepared for this introduction speech. He's just correct. It's just a big, a big word salad, right? Yeah, nothing, right? So uh, apparently today um, he was telling people about uh, he had his like draft meeting today, like with the media, and he was telling people that when they when they were doing the prospects or talking to the prospects, I don't know if they did this in person or they were doing it on Zoom or whatever. Um, but he says he played rock, paper, scissors and trash talked with the draft prospects to gauge their competitive competitiveness. He said, quote, when you compete with someone that's competitive, they're going to go at you no matter what you're playing. Now, look, I do agree with that to some extent. But LZ, if I told you, you are going in to a draft meeting. Now, you do. You know, people did mistake you for Todd Gurley for a while. Um, and has some of that mistaken Todd Gurley money. Let's say you were, yeah, exactly. You would, let's say you went into a meeting, right, at, with your prospective boss, mm-hmm. and this person all of a sudden was like, hey, I want to see how competitive you are. Let's play rock, paper, scissors. What would your reaction be? I wouldn't want to be around that person. Correct. Because I don't Scott want to be Kaplan, around dumb you, people. You, you actually played in the National Football League. Well, what would your reaction be if that were the case? Well, I just think it's hilarious. Like, let me understand this, Coach. You want to play me in rock, paper, scissors? And if I lose, do I throw a temper tantrum and that indicates that I'm hyper-competitive? I Correct. just hate to lose. I'm throwing chairs. I'm throwing golf clubs. God, I can't believe you beat me in rock, paper, scissors. I I'm, I'm feel terrible. Is that, is that what defines Right, what's the right person? answer there? Right. Yeah, yeah. What, I, don't, I don't know what the right answer would be there. So first of all, super weird. But second of all, it did get me thinking about things I'm absurdly competitive about. Mm-hmm. And let's get to that on the other side, because I want to give you mine. I'm sure everyone has one of their own. We'll open it up to the phones. What are you absurdly competitive about? Something random. I mean, some random-ass thing. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Plus, we do have good news. Good news for the Laker fans. It is the eve of something great. We'll be back in three minutes.